Welcome to the Queer Confidence Podcast, the podcast to help you become your most confident queer self. I'm your host, he, she, they, Coach Alex Ray, and I haven't always been this confident. In fact, I used to be super insecure. And through this show, I want to share with you what's worked for me, my clients, and my guests so that you can become more confident. Hey, unicorn. How you doing? I just want you to know you're awesome. (laughs) And I hope that you're having a fabulous December. Can you believe that the year is almost over? What the heck? Okay, 2021. I don't know how you felt about this year, but I definitely felt like, you know, 2020, (laughs) I think we all kind of agreed was like long. 2021 has felt quicker. It really picked up the pace and she really has been exciting and thrilling and I've loved it. I feel like I've really grown a lot this year and I'm just absolutely thrilled and excited and filled with joy for what's to come next year in the next chapter. And at the same time, I also want to remind you and myself that every moment could be our last one and not in a way of terrifying you, but just a reminder that like next year isn't even promised. What is it that you would do today? How would you live differently if 2021 was it for you? Like you would stop holding back all this, um, these decisions, you would stop hold, holding back and hiding behind the fear. You would like fucking go for it in a lot of ways. I know you would. You'd actually step up to the fucking plate and give it a try. Because what is life for other than for living? And this little stepping up to the plate analogy or saying whatever it is brings us to the analogy for today about what our goals really we're going to talk about it in terms of soccer (laughs) because soccer was one of the few sports that i played i played soccer i played or not played i competed in swimming on a swim team um I definitely tried playing baseball as a kid, but, um, you know, uh, sports ball, y'all, I didn't really get it. (laughs) So this is one of the types of ways I am very much a stereotypical gay. (laughs) Sports are not really my thing. Don't really know them, don't really follow them, but I had a ton of fun playing soccer and swimming and gymnastics. I forgot I did gymnastics too for a couple years. Actually, I loved that, but um, soccer. Okay. So what are goals? What I want to offer to you today is that goals are just an excuse to play the game. Let me repeat that. What are goals? Goals are an excuse to play the game. I cannot tell you how horribly boring it might have been to only enjoy soccer 
for the moment when the ball went into the goal. That would be a really painful way to play. It would be a really discouraging way to play if that was the only point at which I got to feel joy during the entire game. Bring this into whatever sport or game that you have played. It was the only moment when you enjoyed it, when you were actually like th- that that one second when you were scoring the goal? If it was, you probably didn't really enjoy playing that much, did you? Of course not. But when the goal becomes an excuse to play the game and sort of a direction, a um, a unified goal. Really, there's not really a better way of saying that, but <laughs> scoring the goal is a unified goal for you and the team, or if it's a solo sport for you to have, it's something to shoot for so that you have a direction to go while doing the thing that you enjoy. If you played soccer like me, you probably enjoyed the team, you enjoyed the camaraderie, you enjoyed getting better, you enjoyed figuring out how to do things faster and more efficiently, you enjoyed challenging yourself to keep going when you were exhausted and to blow your own fucking mind when you did. It was really fun for me one night at practice when my coach realized that I could throw really well, which is hilarious, right? My greatest skill in soccer was throwing. (laughs) So no, I was not an amazing, amazing soccer athlete or anything, and that's okay. But I was so good at throwing the ball in. I could throw the ball at least three quarters of the field. So what we would do is... If the ball went out on our side and we had a throw in as an option, I would be the one that would run over to that corner and throw it in and I could throw it all the way into the box right in front of the goal um, on the opposing team. So as long as I had team members that were up there um, ready for it to land on the ground, they could just nail it right into the goal. It was incredible. Um It was so much fun. And it was fun because I was getting to lean into what I was very, very good at. I was getting to um, be proficient at something. I was getting to use my skill as a way of uh, hitting the goal, right? It would not have been fun or as fun for me if we had if if my coach had put me in positions where i couldn't do that right i didn't really like being a goalie that much i was tall i could block but i didn't enjoy doing it um i much preferred playing center midfield and being that person that ran constantly and throwing the ball back in it was really letting me play into my own personal strengths so i want you to think about this with any goal that you have in your life that the goal is not the point at all, really. It's just sort of a way for you to set the direction. Accomplishing the goal isn't when the fun gets to be had. Accomplishing the goal is like, okay, awesome. Um, 
now let's do another one. Now let's set a new goal. Can we do more goals faster? Can we uh, make the goal harder? Can we make it farther? Can we make it higher? Can we make it whatever? Right? Every time that you have ever accomplished any goal in your life, you've always then changed the goal to somewhere new. Have you ever thought about that? And that's why it can get really discouraging when you make your life about the accomplishment of the goal because it's always moving. It's a moving target versus seeing the goal as just an, an excuse to play the game, the game of life, the game of self-development, the game of growth, the game of being the fucking confident, iconic queer that you know you really are and can be. You're just stretching yourself so that you have a further, harder goal to hit. And it's fun to be able to play the game of life. Now, if you're having trouble accessing that fun right now, I get it. Most people are. Most people are. And when I'm not doing what I'm about to tell you, I'm struggling with that goal too. I'm like, this is so discouraging. I don't even want to fucking do this anymore. I'm not enjoying the process of accomplishing a goal anymore because it's so discouraging when I forget this, that it's an excuse to play the game and that I actually can love the process of playing the game. The only reason that it doesn't feel enjoyable to play the game and to pursue any goal that you have right now is because of the relationship that you have with your inner child. They feel pressure from you as the inner adult to perform and meet the goal in order to be worthy and good enough for you. When you reparent your inner child, then they get to have fun playing the game. They get to have fun being creative. They get to have fun exploring and fucking up. That is how we learn, right? We learn as kids by, not by succeeding, 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 but by mostly failing and then learning how to win, how to succeed, how to hit the goal. But the learning all happens in the failing. If you just succeeded over and over again, you wouldn't do any learning because that's not what learning is. That's not how you learn. Do you hear it? (laughs) And when you reparent your child, you get to be proud of their creations regardless of the outcome, regardless of whether you succeed or fail at the goal in the time frame that you set for yourself, you get to be proud of your inner child for like having the bravery to go and pursue it and for just being who you are at your best, right? Imagine taking, let's, again, I think it's really helpful to think about this in terms of a sport. That's why I'm going to use it. Imagine if I was like, yeah, but when we score a goal, when I throw it, um, it's just not, it's not good. That's not how it's supposed to be done. When I like, I should be up there kicking it into the goal, but that's not playing to my strengths, right? I could do that maybe, but it'd be very frustrating versus 
being like, oh my God, I love that this is the part, this is the role that I get to have in accomplishing the goal. I get to help the team score the goal by doing it my way, by playing to my strengths. And then when it's a solo sport, the sport of life, maybe, (laughs) you can lean into your strengths and be super proud of your inner child for how they best play, how they best accomplish the goal, how they best fit into your plan versus needing to do it exactly the way somebody else does it. You already know that a parent that's pushing their child to succeed, to succeed, to succeed, takes all the fun and the joy out of the goal. You already know this from watching movies and TV. Right? In sex education, I just like I just binged all the seasons that are available right now. Um, they do have another one coming out next year. I can't wait, but I watched like all three seasons in in I think less than two weeks. It's so good. If you have not watched it, sex education, y'all take a look. So good. But in it, one of the characters, he has a mom who really pressures him to be the best athlete possible, uh, particularly in swimming. He's a swimmer. And so they do a lot of like running drills together and all these other things. And she's pushing him and pushing him and pushing him to be the best swimmer. Now you as the viewer... Your reaction is like, oh my God, would she just lighten up? She's sucking all the joy out of it. I can't believe that she's putting her agenda on her child. This isn't about him succeeding. This is about her and her hopes and aspirations. Does she even really love him? Oh my God, I can't believe she's even doing this. She's not even like actually loving him for who he is. She's loving him for what he can do for her. And she wants to live vicariously through him. And, and if she would just get out of her own damn head and appreciate him for who he is, then the, their relationship would take off and they would like thrive together. Like, fuck you, asshole mom. Lay off your kid. That's the dialogue that goes on in your head. And guess why it it captures your attention so much? Why is that narrative in so many movies and stories and TV? Why is it there? Because you do it to yourself. And deep down, subconsciously, you wish, your inner child wishes, that you would lighten the fuck up that you would have the relationship with them where they get to be their most creative, amazing self instead of accomplishing your goals in your timeline. Reparenting your inner child is how you get to change your relationship to goal chasing, goal accomplishing. Think of everything that every goal and everything that you do in your life like art and your inner child as the artist. Be that inner adult that is obsessed with the work that your inner child puts out. So excited to just see them creating To take it back to sports here, think about it the same way that you want that parent to interact with that child in the story. 
be obsessed with the joy of watching your inner child create and wrestle and and strive and fail and learn and get back up again be that encourager you wish that you were seeing on the screen it's not complicated my friend it is very difficult because it's really hard to catch yourself when you're doing that alone it's very uncomfortable because it's so against what you've practiced for years and years and years but it's not complicated you already know how you wish that you were seeing parents treat their kids in regards to any life goal now take those same principles and apply it to how you interact with your inner child in the pursuit of their life goals which are your life goals. This is why reparenting your inner child is a key part of both of my programs. So this is your last reminder to join the iconic queer mastermind. The door shut on December 17th. You've already got an icon inside of you. We're just unveiling the icon who's already there. Your iconicness is simply the idea that you want to use to change the world. So join and deliver your brand with full confidence so that every part of you is just dripping with the mission that you want to have here in this lifetime. Friday, December 17th is your last day to join. So use the link in the show notes and I'll see you inside. We're going to reparent that inner child so that every business goal that you have is a delightful, exciting, exhilarating, loving journey. Not one where you beat up your inner child, telling them they're not good enough, and forcing yourself to accomplish. It won't work, my friend. We do things differently here. We enjoy the journey and we accomplish things that blow your mind. I will see you there. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with a friend so they too can become more confident. You can also help more people find the show by leaving a five-star review wherever you listen. And if you want to become a more confident queer with support from yours truly, head to coachalexray.com or use the link down in the show notes. I'm looking forward to working with you.